Money Show ad feature. Ekhabiseng Mutao is the founding partner of Think Creative Africa. Heroes and zeros this evening. Let's start with your hero tonight, Ekhabiseng. What are you thinking about in the world of advertising that has gripped your imagination, that has impressed you, that has blown you away, that makes you think, oh my goodness gracious me, there is astonishing talent in this land of ours? Hi, Bruce. I mean, I think that was <laughs> an amazing setup because that's exactly how I feel about the next piece of work. It's called Bride Armor, and it's a piece of work um, on behalf of Carling Black Label by Ogilvy. And I, I absolutely love this piece of work. Um, it talks to a number of things. I think the first thing that grips me is that a lot of the time when we have the conversation around gender-based violence, we talk about alcohol. We talk about how people drink and then they go home and they, you know, create abusive environments for their families, um, their wives, their daughters, etc. Now, how amazing is it for a brand that is in the center of that conversation to start taking strides to address those issues? So it's, it's very easy to like run away and hide and say, people must take personal responsibility. And I love that this brand has gone, you know what, the issues are here. We are participating how can we start to have a positive um, impact? And what the piece of work is, it actually represents this incredible armor that a bride needs to wear when she's going into marriage to protect herself from all of the abuse that would happen to her in that marriage. And I think it is a piece of work that's meant to make us think, that's meant to make us feel, you know, what kind of a country are we in when marriage isn't really something you celebrate with confetti. It's more like something you go into slowly and maybe with a level of karma. So I absolutely love that piece of work. Uh, and it's a, it's a very graphic piece of work. And unfortunately, I got the material quite late, so I haven't had time to go into it in any depth. But it's, it strikes me as quite an abstract piece. Um, it, it's very um, clearly designed um, and um, there is, it, it's very graphic, um, it is very violent, but it's done on mannequins and sort of almost in uh, the, the assault on the bridal dress and a, a bullet being fired into the breast of, of, of the dress and all of that sort of stuff. I didn't uh, hear the audio, unfortunately, um, but I struggle to see how Black Label as a beer brand, which is the most drunk beer brand, I think, in South Africa, um, is... Yeah, they're the highest of, volume movers. Yeah. Uh, how it comes out of this well? I mean, what is the association when it talks about the armor that women need around them? What is the, uh, what, what is the essence of the, the brand promise from, uh, from, from Black Label, which, you know, has a reputation of being at the front end of, of, of consumption and consumption leads to drunkenness and drunkenness can lead to abuse in, in relationships? Yeah, I think that's exactly the, the important piece for me, Bruce. I think um, if we look at Black Label and how many people have a bottle of beers every single day in South Africa, we're talking massive numbers. And I think that when they look at their brand essence, it's always been about champion men, you know, getting more refreshments at the end of the day, looking at the Black Label Cup, all about these guys that are stand-up guys in the community. But I think to talk about champion men, in the face of the gender-based violence figures that we have in South Africa, feels a little bit tone deaf. The piece itself is quite lateral because it looks at this, uh, this issue with a sort of creative lens. Like, let's actually take this thing 
all the way to the last degree where women have to wear armor when they get into marriages. Mm. So I quite enjoy that they've taken that lateral um, kind of step. And I like that they're addressing an issue where they're kind of at the center of the problem. You can't blame alcohol directly um, for abuse, but you can't deny the, the proximity. Yeah. And I think it's very, very interesting that they're talking about these issues in this way. Is it is it an ad that is going to change the behavior of men or is it an ad that's going to win prizes for its astonishing creativity? <laughs> I think it's a very good argument, right, like to have. And, and I was actually at the Festival of Creativity in Cannes a few weeks ago and that was the raging argument. Is this right for its audience or is this right for this audience um, in the creative industry? And I think we've got to look at it this way. The industry has two jobs. One, to sell volumes of things to people, but two, to also sell ideas to people. And a lot of the time we under-index on the ideas, especially around social issues. So maybe it may not sell more black label, but it might start the right conversations and around tables at prize in places where it's uncomfortable to talk about those things, they, they give people a vehicle to go, hey, did you see that bright armor piece? And then suddenly we're talking about gender-based violence. So, so I think it's a win for me. Okay, good. I hope it. I hope it everyone wins awards because it is beautiful. It is thought-provoking. It is magnificent. I, I just hope that it's effective too, because that's the purpose of advertising, of course, to, to change behaviors, whether it's a purchase decision or in this case, it's to make men think about the way they behave once they've had a black label or, or two or three or more. Um, your zeros this evening, I'm not too sure if you've got more heroes or if you've got zeros. Uh, the, the, there are lots of car ads in the mix this evening. What have you got for us? Yes, so I, I'm looking at the automotive giants, Audi, BMW um, and Mercedes-Benz. I'm looking at the international commercials for 2022. So there's three of them. And the reason I've brought all three brands into the room is because automotive, um, the automotive industry has tended to set the tone creatively um, for many years. I think a lot of us remember sheer driving pleasure. I think a lot of us remember Beats the Benz. A lot of us have this affinity to car advertising. When last did you see a car ad where you're like, wow, that is creativity. I think they've taken their leadership and their credentials in the space as an opportunity to just rest on their laurels. So I'm looking at the Audi one, their line is here's to the future. The BMW one is improvement inspires improvement. And then Mercedes-Benz speaking exactly about the electric car, so the car that electric has been waiting for. I mean, none of these are like garnering goosebumps for me. I don't know about you, Bruce. Um, well, let's listen to the Audi one. I think that's the one we've got. Um, let's see whether we get goosebumps or whether the goosebumps come from cold sweats, which come from a desire to heave into a bucket. Let's find out. In 2021, we celebrated progress. We premiered new electric models. Started conversations about change. Okay, stop. No, please, please spare me. 
um, I, I think we, I think we're in, a, I think we're in agreement. What are they doing? Are they a political party? No, it's a car. Sorry, uh, we started conversations about change. I mean, it, it, it's such a difficult balance because you want them to be telling you about the wonder of what they're producing. You want them to to show us about what they, how they're improving the world and how they improve uh, improving mobility. But we don't want them to be talking about uh, talk and you know, we don't want Top Gear on our on on car ads as well. I think we want to be inspired. I suppose that's your point, isn't it? Absolutely. And they've done it before. You know, there's so many ads that I can think of that are automotive car, uh, car ads and they're like really, really inspiring. They make me want the car. They make me want to be associated with the brand and they make me want to share that piece of work. Like, have you heard this ad? But lately, um, I don't think that they're doing that. And I, I brought up the international ver- uh, versions of the ad because a lot of the time in South Africa, we have to just make adaptations of international work in the automotive space. If I'm looking at this, I'm like, oh my God, these poor agencies are going to have quite a snooze adapting these pieces. Yeah, it's it's so disappointing. It's such an awful waste. But thank you very much for uh, being with us this evening and coming saying it's uh, it it's really is uh, fascinating to see how the world of advertising is so successful and so incredible and so inspiring and so motivating and so often gets it wrong. And saying Mutao, the founding partner, Think Creative Africa, big fat zero for the globe's most popular motoring brands for being boring, um, and a big thumbs up to Black Label which uh, has come out boxing, literally, um, in a space of, fem- of femicide and, and violence against against women. I'm just looking, the Home Affairs Minister, um, I, I spent, I've spent time on his website in the last two days watching the little circle of death bore the living daylights out of me before giving up on trying to make appointments for, uh, for passport renewals. But uh, I, I watched the, the, the dear man, who I'm sure is very, very nice, and I wonder why... Three years nearly into us doing video interviews and having conversations via video link-ups, why are we still looking at people's nostrils? And why he has got the world's worst lighting? And why I'm looking his, at his office lights in the background? And why he doesn't know where to look? And he's deeply uncomfortable. He's listening, it's almost as if he's reading something on his computer while Kathy Motlachlana tries to have an, an interview with him. But he's not looking into his lens. He's just completely off camera. The phone or computer is sitting on his desk and is going up his nose. And there's just absolutely no sense of pride by the supposed communications professionals that these guys employ and pay vast amounts of money to to create a dignified environment for these guys to present themselves as well as they possibly can. It's astonishing. What's it, two and a half years? Three years. I mean, I had two calls today where people were on mute. It was hilarious. Um, That's fine in a meeting situation, um, but we really should be through this really poor presentation, particularly of public officials who really could inspire a little bit more confidence right now. I guess he's in load shedding. Maybe that's why it's so dark where he is. Lift the camera. Eye level. Eye level. It's so 